Welcome to News from the Breach, a Dragon Prince podcast. I'm Kaylee, and I'm here today with Yannick. Hey. We're going to talk about chapters 7 and 8 of Book Sun. And as usual, I'm going to give a short synopsis of both chapters, and then we'll get into talking about what happened. So, chapter 7. Hearts of Cinder. Theron's army reaches Luxoria. Viren and Aravos go to see the Queen. Queen Kessa purifies Viren after revealing his true face, but the ritual brings a snaky Aravos out of Viren and taints the Sun Sphere. All turns dark and Aravos kills the Queen. With this new power, Viren returns to his army and transforms the soldiers into titans. And Sauron decides to leave the army. At the Storm Spire, our heroes are close to suffocating when Pyra, the Red Dragon, shows them the spell they need to reach the Queen's Lair. They finally arrive, but they are told they are too late. And Chapter 8, Dragon Guard. The Dragon Queen has not opened her eyes in ten days. Ibis, the Skywing Elf Mage, has been trying to cure her broken heart to no avail. Sauron arrives at the Storm Spire and tells them about Viren's Titan army. Callum uses a spell to find out what really happened to Rayla's parents, and found out that they were heroes and saved the egg. Our heroes decide to stay and fight against the army, and Amaya and Janai arrive on a magical mount with a Sunfire Elf army, and Ezrin leaves with Pyra to find more help. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome. <laughs> it was really a bit, well done. bit long this time. Yeah. But I always like to listen to your summary. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I always uh, try and put as much as I can in without putting too much in, because we're going to go through it all again anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's it's nice. Yeah. And I just decided to call the the tran- uh, the people that Viren transformed, I just called them Titans now, because they looked like the, the Titan. Yeah. Yeah. This I also had in my note. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what we should actually refer to them as, but it <laughs> seems to work quite well. Yeah. No, it uh, reminded me of the Titan in the Heart of the uh, Heart of Titan. Heart of the mm-hmm. Titan. Something. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Like a mixture between that and the Sunfire Elves um, when they go all larvary. <laughs> True. But they look more evil <laughs> yeah yeah cool okay let's start with hearts of cinder yep so let's start with um the beginning of the episode which is the army <laughs> yes so claudia is in zadia and she discovers an adorable <laughs> and she yeah it's cute, it's just too cute, and then she puts it in a jar and takes it with her. Of course. <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it cuts back to the army, and uh, Soren is asking Viren what his plan is. And Viren is a real ass about it, and says, y- you do not need to concern yourself with the plan. And Soren's trying to say, yeah, but maybe it's good to tell people what the plan is <laughs> and and then he says um, enough Soren if you want to lead you need to learn how to follow 
And if you want to learn how to follow, you must learn how to shut your mouth. So mean to him. Thank you, father. And tells him that he should take Prince Kesif as an, as an example. Yeah. And then Sorin is really pissed, obviously. And I love this quote from him. Like, we could save it for the jelly tarts, but I think it's it's just good. You think you're so great with your quietness, rugged battle stance, and horse with kind eyes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And then uh, they cut to the horse's eyes. And it does and have kind yeah. eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very cute. He is. Yeah. Uh, Yep. Also, um, Soren wanted to know the plan because it's he's in the Crown Guard and the Crown Guard should know or at least supposed to know. Yeah. So yeah, a real shit move from Viren as always. Yeah. But uh, for Father, it's also like yeah, cool. Thank you for telling me your stuff. Completely. Dad. Yeah. That was really. Really mean, and also because Viren didn't have a plan, <laughs> so yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> being horrible, and he yeah. actually didn't have a plan anyway. Maybe he was angry about himself for having no plan, mm. and asking Eros uh, if he has a plan. Yeah, but he, uh, yeah, gives a reaction to Soren. Yeah, but he only then asks Eros what the plan is once Soren's yeah. asked him. Is It's really weird. It's like he yeah. he also hadn't thought about it before. Yeah. The plan was to go to Zadia and then what? Yeah. Yeah, we and Zadia. Hooray. And Aravos yeah. is then being quite sneaky with Viren because he, he's basically just telling Viren that he needs to conquer Zadia. But instead mm -hmm. of saying that, he's asking Viren what he wants and just keeps telling him, well, won't that require conquering Zadia? I want humanity to flourish. Yeah. And Viren's so... He, he's talking all this talk about... He just wants, yeah, the best for humanity, basically. But then the music gets really dark when uh, Aravos starts talking about what they should do. And yeah. uh, that they're going to need to take down the Dragon Queen and capture Zim. Yeah. Did him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the key is the dragon prince. Yeah, but to get the key, they have to attack Luxoria mm -hmm. and risk only one life, the life of Rune, mm -hmm. to get something out of the uh, stronghold of the Sunfire Elves. Yeah. So then we cut to Luxoria. <laughs> Yeah. And Janai appears and tells Queen Kessa that um the king a human king has appeared. And Queen Kessa talks again about humans like they're vermin. Like she says, mm -hmm. see what happens when you let one in, we'll be <laughs> you get overrun by them. It's quite harsh. Yeah. But she's then hooked because The king of Catullus claims to know what happens to Queen Aditi, which seems to be their grandmother. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And Viren says that if they allow the army to pass through, or pass by Luxoria, 
Then Viren will tell her what happened to the grandmother. Um, and she decides to let the light decide and mm-hmm. shows Viren's true face and his yeah. e- evil. It's ugly and evil. His evil side. And then the queen wants to purify him. But uh, Janai also says, like, there's probably not going to be very much left of him after the purification process. And they said mm-hmm. that it, it will remove all of the parts of him that have touched dark magic. And I don't yeah. know how many pieces of Viren are left <laughs> that haven't touched dark magic. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, yeah, anyway, Janai goes to see Amaya mm-hmm. and Kazi. And we overhear Kazi saying to Amaya, I think this interrogation is going very well. You're not dead. (laughs) Yeah. Really nice. Really funny. Very positive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And when Janai tells Amaya that the king's there, uh, she realizes that it's Viren from uh, (laughs) from Mm -hmm. Janai's description of this arrogant human and uh, alerts her to the fact that everybody's in danger if Viren's there. And that they have to stop him. Yeah, she signs that he is the most dangerous person in the world. Yeah. So, wow. He is a, a very dangerous guy. Mm-hmm. So they make their way to, like, the castle, I guess, the, of Luxoria, <laughs> or the temple. Um, Isn't it the, the throne room where they were before? I don't know, because there, there's like the throne room, and then I think it's another room which has the big oh, okay. sun sphere, but I'm not sure, I hadn't, haven't paid enough attention. Uh, yeah. But suddenly it seems like that's really far away from where the prison is. Ah, okay, okay. Because they're like... Ah, because they're running towards us, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and they don't get there on time, and the ritual's already started and stuff. True, yeah. I was under the impression that the the prison was like in that building, but apparently not. No. Yeah. So they're uh, anyway on their way there, and then the priest. I, I I'm calling them a priest. I don't know what they are, but um, seems to be some sort of priest. Starts the purification. Yeah, it's a it's a high priest. A high priest. Okay. Starts the purification process, and yeah taking away the bits of him that haven't touched dark magic actually just releases Aravos from from Viren's mouth, but like a snake Mm. version of Aravos. And then this like taints and kind of infects the the sun sphere and everything goes all purple, black horribleness. Yeah. And then Aravos possesses the priest and uses his staff then to kill the guards and then he walks up to the queen and whispers in her ear like what happened to her grandmother we don't hear it ourselves so we don't know Mm -hmm. and then it's just really harsh he like lights her chin like a match like and then uh yeah and then the queen just like disintegrates off the tower yeah yeah it's really it's quite an extreme episode <laughs> from yeah, the, totally. the the death toll and 
it's just ext- extremely dark at this point. Um, True. Yeah. But I feel like they also yeah. d- do it really well, like visually. This her yeah. di- her disintegrating and stuff. It's really, really crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, yeah. It looks like the sun is turning red or or dark. Yeah. But I read it up, and so Eros bites the Sunfire High Priest. True, yeah, I forgot and that bit. Then he does his magic to the staff at first, and then the staff does its magic on the primal stone mm. of the Sunfire Elves, and turning it dark and and red and yeah, yeah, evil. But one one thing I found really cool it's the the light ring magic surrounding Viren mm-hmm. uh, during the, the purification process. Yeah. It looks really nice. Yeah, it looks really um, healing, actually. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It looks cool. And then uh, after it, uh, we see Viren is dark and stays dark and a little bit funny because he's in his pajamas or what? Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Light robes. <laughs> yeah, he's now in his white dress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really cool. And yeah, then we see Shanai seeing or yeah, recognizing that her sister is dead. Mm-hmm. And she turns all evil, uh, like this lava-ish form. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but Amaya holds down her hand and burns herself. And science or says says um, that yeah, let it be. Yeah, she just gives her this really meaningful yeah head shake. Don't. Yeah, yeah. I felt that was really a well done scene as well. This like she was yeah. trying to stop her, and then yeah, even going through burning herself to you yeah. know try and calm her down, and then in this moment where they make eye contact then, Janai's face returns back to normal again. And then she just like cries out in anguish and sadness and realizes it's not going to help like running to the, running to the tower now. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really heart wrenching scene. (laughs) True. Totally. Yeah. And then it's also interesting because Ruin stays this way, so he doesn't eat any butterflies now. Yeah. Uh, he t- returns to the army and reveals also to, uh, himself to uh, his uh, kids. And they're like, what the fuck, dad? What's what's wrong with you? <laughs> and he uh, begins to talk and, uh, yeah, hails a big speech about uh, how he got great power, which can be used to defeat Xadia by evolving, yeah. whatever this means. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, they should uh, strike against the Dragon Queen. And he received a gift that will inoculate you. I, I have no idea what this means. It means like uh, to vaccinate. Ah, Okay. Crazy. Like, okay. to vaccinate them against fire. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, then, because he said, uh, yeah, they will be attacked by dragons and elves, of course. But through this inoculation or vaccination, the fire will be their nourishment. 
And he says, okay, yeah, Soren, come on, you're the first one. But Soren is like, uh, nope. <laughs> no, thanks. He's dead. not ready at all. And he is actually afraid. But then the, the calm and nice and uh, what did he say? The quiet, rugged battle stance. <laughs> the quiet, Kasef rugged Kasef, yeah. In. Yeah. So Kasef jumps in. And um, of course he does. Yeah, Viren is using a big spell. I I tried to search it, but couldn't find it. Oh, what okay. he said hmm. it was actually like three sentences, so pretty long. Yeah. And then we see case of turning uh, into a Titan. So he he blows up. He gets all lavaish mm -hmm. and yeah, big. And red eyes or dark eyes? Yeah, black eyes, I think, yeah. Yeah, and everyone is like, wow, okay, crazy. And Soren is running away because he he is like, no, I don't want to follow this anymore. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, exactly. And then Claudia is following him because he she's like, uh, oh no, you can't turn away now. Uh, what should I do? Who should I trust? And he's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, everyone changed. Like, Viren, look at him and Kasef. And now you changed as well. And she's like, okay, don't make me choose. Not again. Mm -hmm. So she had to choose. So what did she mean by that? Because um, when her mom left... Uh, uh, she was supposed to choose between Viren and her mom. And in the yeah. end, her mom told her to stay with Soren because Soren chose Viren. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what she means by again. Don't make me choose again. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, no, this has to end by Claude's and he he's leaving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And interestingly, when when he says to her that she's changing too, She touches her white hair then. Like, she knows she's mm. changing. Yeah, okay. Sad moment for them. Sad moment, but good for Soren. Yeah, totally. Really good decision. It's just a, a shame that Claudia... Like, this was a point where she could have decided, actually. True. To leave, yeah. but she didn't. But yeah, you know the first scene when she uh, captured the Dorber? Yeah. It's like... She's on the dark side now. And yeah, then we see Viren uh, standing on top of the hill and um, he says something about embrace the power or something. And he enchants almost everyone nearby. Except for, uh, this is interesting, Claudia and uh, Salia. Yeah, I don't know how Salia got out of it. Yeah. Uh, Claudia was still with Soren then, so maybe it wasn't like directed at yeah. her or something, so she managed to avoid it. But maybe it was also on purpose. I don't know. She's immune against his vaccination spells. <laughs> his fire inoculation, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, for me, it made sense that Rayla didn't, uh, Rayla, that Claudia didn't get transformed. 
But it didn't make sense with Salia because Salia was standing. I thought he was standing with all the soldiers and everything. So, yeah. But then I think he went to the top of the hill, and uh, then he he was like, "Ah, okay, maybe I don't want to do this." <laughs> he's not a fighter anyway. He's just a sneaky yeah. advisor. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Um. Another point. I wanted to go back to shortly was that while they were still in Luxoria, after Aravos killed the queen, he then kind of bowed to Viren and gave him the staff. Hmm. And then when Viren took the staff, the body he'd possessed just collapses on the ground. True. The the corpse of the priest. And that was also really like <laughs> really dark. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, <laughs> just like true. done with you now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a shell, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So much True. killing. But luckily, luckily we have uh, the heroes left. Yeah. So something good. Yeah, true, least. true. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> up the mood a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the storm spire, they are climbing up, and Callum is joking with Rayla and saying, "Like, are we going to tell the Dragon Queen that we're a thing?" <laughs> yeah. And then they have this. It's cool that they are joking about their relationship. It's true, yeah. Yeah. And then they have this dramatic moment of like, "No, our love must remain a secret." <laughs> funny. Yeah. True. Then they reach the archway and it says uh, in Elven runes, prepare to draw your last breath. Yeah. Which is, yeah, wow, okay, what mm -hmm. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and they just like shrug their shoulders and carry on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know what that means. Uh, and then they start getting out of breath the higher they climb. Sim seems fine though. Yeah. Sim seems fine, and also Esrin is leading them, yeah. and they are like, "Ah, oh, should we rest? Uh, can we rest for a moment?" He's like, "Nope, we yeah. should continue." Even though he he's also lo losing, uh, getting yeah, out of breath. True. Yeah, yeah, and then he uh, essentially um, has a breakdown, like, uh, um, how do you call it? He collapses. Yeah, exactly. Losing the Bewusstsein? Uh, he passes out. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, Sim wakes him up by licking his eyeballs. So. <laughs> <laughs> or his A well-tested method of waking people up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Esrin wakes up to Pyra. The dragon they met in the forest of Catullus mm -hmm. with the missing horn. And Asrin recognizes the, the, the dragon. And they talk a little bit. Like, uh, okay, how, how should we continue? Um, and Pyra is drawing a rune into the, the earth. And then Astrid understands how to get on their journey to the top. 
Yay. Yeah. It's really lucky that they have a mage with them. Yeah, true. True. If not, they would be screwed. <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, then he, he uh, Esrin goes down again to the others and says, okay, we have a spell now. It's Ventus Spiralis. Uh, it's ex uh, actually, you have to draw the last breath, like mm -hmm. drawing into the air, mm -hmm. like a spell. And um, yeah, Callum is doing the spell and they are again breathing. And then because they are uh, happy about breathing again and, you know, all of this, uh, Rayla and Callum kiss. <laughs> this <What>? is funny. <laughs> no, no, no. Esrin is saying this isn't part of the spell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why you were away? Um, this is a thing now. And then we first see Bait like opening uh, his mouth really wide. And then Esrin is like, "What? What?" And then we have a cut. <laughs> it's a really funny face. It's really funny. Yeah. 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 It's a really good moment. <laughs> and yeah, then we then we see them arriving at the top and they are greeted by an Skywing elf named Ibis or Ibis. Ibis, yeah. <clears throat> and unfortunately unfortunately they are too late for the queen. Mm -hmm. Whatever this means. Yeah. And this is the last scene of the Chapter. That's the end of the chapter. Yep. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear, exactly. By the way, what is cinder? Cinder is when you make a fire and you have cinders. Ah. It's like little bits of embers that come off the fire. Ah, okay. Mm. So hearts because of cinder. Then what, what, yeah, what is the title? Yeah. What does the title mean? It's just, I think, a dramatic description of the Titan army. Because <laughs> they all, like, especially case if you really see they have where their heart is, is then all fiery. And then it kind of spreads from there. So I think that's what it means, hearts of cinder. Okay. These new fiery hearts that the, that the Titans have. Okay, yeah, sounds good. And maybe it's relating it back to the Titan as well. I mean, the the episode with the Titan was called Heart of a Titan. And now we've got sure. Hearts of Cinder. Maybe a throwback to A new to that. beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and... Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, little fires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For this episode, I've got overarching themes uh, being transformation... Mm -hmm. In general, like the army being transformed, Viren is transformed, like he's <laughs> becomes, it's, it's all very kind of the way he's dressed and stuff. It looks then very religious with this like white tunic that he's wearing <laughs> yeah. and the staff and transforming the people. I don't know. Um, Aravos transforms from the little bug to this like snaky bug thing. And just seems yeah, to be true. getting bigger. And Soren tells 
Claudia that she's transforming too and she kind of admits it when she's touching her new white hair. But also Soren transformed into a nice version of himself. Yeah, he's find finding himself. Yeah, exactly. And we have the relationship transforming. Um, yeah, sounds sounds really good. Yeah. Thank you. That's my interpretation. <laughs> yeah, cool. And spells, we had the transformation spell, which, yeah, mm -hmm. which you couldn't find. It's too long. Yeah. We could probably just, yeah, we'd have to cut it out and then play it backwards to find out what they say. Maybe one yeah. day when we're bored and have lots of time, we can <laughs> can do that. And yeah. and Venta Spiralis. True. The breathing spell. Other than that, the recap was done by Queen Kessa's voice actor, uh, Brenda Critchlow. Uh, that's not correct. I noted Chennai. Was it Chennai? Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I just heard it wrong. Okay. Because I'm watching the episode with subtitles and it said Chennai. Ah, okay. Then I take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I find that the Queen has a very extreme accent compared to Chennai. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay. Then my bad. Then it was Janai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I have for this chapter, I think. Yeah, that's all I have as well. Cool. Then let's move on to chapter eight, Dragon Guard. Oh, I forgot to say, chapter seven was the best rated episode so far. Oh. With uh, 9.1. On IMDb. Uh, the best rated episode before that was the season finale for season two. Yep. Sorry. Another bit of trivia. <laughs> But yeah, 9.1 is really high. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Hello, friends. While I was editing this episode, I decided to uh, go back and play the transformation spell backwards. And the transformation spell is Hearts of Cinder Cannot Burn. So there you go. Another bit of trivia for you. And now back to the podcast. So chapter eight. Dragon Guard, uh, which is basically all at the Storm Spire. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Mm -hmm. We we never see uh, Viren and stuff. We only see them shortly. Uh, uh, yeah, in the last in, in, at the end, at yeah. the last scene. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, just that they're coming. They're on their way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I think first we are uh, introduced to Queen, uh, the Dragon Queen, Subaya. Mm -hmm. And that she is not dead, but she didn't uh, open her eyes in 10 days. And then we are also introduced to Ibis a little bit more. So, yeah, these two introductions I have. And um, they are in the, in the room before the uh, lair of the Dragon Queen. And uh, Sim is too afraid to enter. Uh, so he stays outside with Pate. 
And uh, even after Ezrin talks to Subaya, she doesn't open her eyes. Mm. Which is, yeah, really sad for all of them. Yeah. Because they they were wondering, yeah, okay, could could this uh, be the thing <laughs> to open her eyes? Mm. But yeah, nope. And yeah, I had one note that it's a beautiful layer. Yeah. Like lots of flowers and stuff. Mm -hmm. Also, you see uh, the dragon queen, Subaya, laying around the missing egg. Yeah. So there's a there's a, a egg print in in the flower bed. Yeah, it's it's really nice. It looks cool. Mm. Yeah, and and she is huge. Yeah, of course. Yeah. When you see her next to like with Ez standing like at her nose. Yeah. And Ez is yeah. just like the size of an insect in comparison. Yeah. Uh, she's massive. Yeah, and then uh, Rayla is running away out of the room and goes to Sim and Bait and pets Sim and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm like my parents because they run away too and it hurts and she doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she's feeling... Sad moment for her. Feeling sad about her parents. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have a, a scene change. We see uh, a beardy Soren riding on his um, horse, with maybe also with sensitive eyes. <laughs> with kind eyes. <laughs> with kind eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, then he arrives at the uh, storm spire, and. <laughs> He bids his horse farewell, and maybe you need ne uh, you meet a nice unicorn or something like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, then he uh, wants to dominate the mountain. And uh, after a few steps, he won he's wondering why uh, uh, his workout isn't helping him, <laughs> and also why he's climbing in full armor. <laughs> And uh, he also collapses. But uh, then he meets Pyra and uh, Ezran on top. And yeah, Pyra is helping him through Ezran, I think. Mm -hmm. And there he meets all the others. So, <laughs> so Sarin collapses on the ground, I think, at that point, And Pyra picks him up. Yeah. And then they fly up yeah. the storm spire, and uh, just he just <laughs> yeah he, he drops him. <laughs> she just drops him really hard on the floor. <laughs> yeah, true. She's not forgiven him. Yeah, yeah. For uh, chaining her to the ground. Yeah, true. Okay, I also um, used wrong pronouns. I remember for the last chapter. For Pyra. Ah, sorry. That's fine. About that. I think you just referred to her and... as a dragon. Don't think you used any okay, pronouns. Yeah, could, could be. Okay. Yeah, and then Ezrin, uh, no, uh, Callum is helping him by restoring his breath. And uh, yeah, he 
he he's wondering if this is the afterlife. <laughs> But nope, you're still, it's just your life. <laughs> I really like the way it's, it exactly is. Is this the afterlife? No, it's still just the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. And then he has to catch his breath uh, for a minute. And then he says, we're all doomed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. And then, yeah, we see a scene where he's... Um, He slurps uh, tea or soup or whatever and uh, has a blanket around him and he tells them everything about uh, Rurin's army and the Sunfire Elves and everything. And he also mentions again that, did I mention we're doomed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It's good that he uh, got to them. True. And can warn them. Yeah. Yeah, and then we have a scene with Ibis and Callum. And uh, we find out that less than one in ten of Skywing elves are born with wings. Uh, I mean, we already met Nyx a couple of chapters ago who uh, had wings. But Ibis does not. <laughs> But Ibis is a mage and is one of the few who can do this. And then he <laughs> stretches his arms out and says very dramatically, Manus, Pluma, Volantis. <laughs> and he grows wings. Very cool. Yeah. Mage wings. Mage, really mage cool. wings. Yeah, true. Mage wings. <laughs> he also says really loudly. And Callum is really impressed. Yeah. And wants to learn sky magic, sky magic of course. Yeah. And Ibis is like, humans can do magic? No. And then <laughs> Callum is like unimpressed signing voluminous <laughs> into the air. <laughs> like, okay, look at what I what look what I can do. Shortest explanation ever. <laughs> yeah. Voluminous. La la okay. la la. Now will you teach me? <laughs> um, <laughs> but he doesn't get an answer from Ibis um, about the teaching part. He seems impressed that Callum can do magic um, through access to an arcanum instead of dark magic. But he just tells Callum that they should leave, run, hide and survive. Better than staying yep. there and fighting against this crazy army that's coming. And then he goes down and catches Rayla. And she's all like, so, did you learn some sky magic? Tornado punch, lightning lash, storm sneeze? <laughs> <laughs> But no. And they talk about leaving, and they both agree that it's a good idea, but Rayla says that she's going to stay and defend uh, the Dragon Queen to, like, defend her honor. Yeah, she wants to complete the job of her parents, I think. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, then Callum is like, okay, you will die. But she's like, yeah, just remember me and gives him her moon opal or her amulet at first. 
And uh, yeah, that's a really short breakup scene. Yeah, it's really sad. And <laughs> but then he's like, okay, he sees that the amulet is um, lighting up the cube. And uh, he sees that it's a moon opal. And re he remembers the spell Historia, Historia Viventum from Lujane. And uh, uses the moon, moon opal to uh, relive, uh, relive the, um, the, what, what happened a long time ago. And yeah, he sees that the parents stayed there and fought off Viren or tried to fought off Viren and actually protected the egg. And we also see that uh, Viren is using dark magic again. First, he's suffocating Rayla's father. Yeah. And then he uses Aspero Frigus to encapture them in a pile of ice. And actually, then Rayla's mother is saving the egg by saying, ah, maybe you should use the egg for magic. Mm -hmm. Instead of destroying it right now. Really smart. Really smart. Because it could be a powerful weapon. And you should keep the elk alive. And Rurin, the dark mage he is, is of course listening <laughs> to the powerful weapon. Yeah, he can't help himself. Yeah, of course. And then, yeah, he doesn't destroy the egg. And yeah. With this news, Callum goes to Rela, and he also pictured them. He he uh, drew them in his book. Mm -hmm. So Kayla, uh, yeah, Kayla, Kayla. Rela, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rela knows that he uh, saw the the what happened there, and she believes him. And she is glad that uh, her parents are actually super cool. And now there's no point of uh, leaving or defending the honor of her parents or anything. She can do uh, whatever she wants to do now. Yeah. And they have a conversation what to do. And um, while they're talking, Soren is jumping in and says, yeah, Rowan is a villain and he's not going to give up. We should look even in the face and say no more. So we should stay here and fight. Yeah. Really cool, Soren. And yeah, they, they uh, go outside because Ezrin is coming in and saying, oh, you, no, uh, Ibis is coming in and saying, oh, there's someone you should meet. And we see Amaya and Janai joining them. Yeah. Which is really cool. Also, in the first moment, uh, they're like, hä, what is Rayla here? You know, Amaya uh, and the elf were, had a little bit of history at the Banter Lodge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Callum had said that she was going uh, to kill them. True, yeah. But Rayla is our friend now, and also uh, <laughs> Amaya also brought an elf with her. Mm -hmm. So. Um, yeah, and then also Maya says, uh, or signs, that Chennai Chinks, uh, Chinks, thinks that Maya's cute. Yeah. <laughs> she won't admit it, though. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, because Chennai <laughs> says, 
we're not friends. She's my prisoner. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, I have a short bit of information about the animal that they arrive on. It's called a twin-tailed inferno-toothed tiger. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and uh, it, it's, <laughs> its short name is a hot cat, when they don't want to say the whole name. Shall I read the description from the from the wiki page? Yeah. It's quite interesting. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah. the twin-tailed inferno-toothed tiger, uh, named by the Sunfire Elves, widely known for their lack of restraint and subtlety, is native to the warm grasslands of the west of Luxoria. Second only to dragons, it is the pr primary predator of western Zadia. One of the only creatures of the sun primal source to be gifted with wings, the inferno-toothed tiger can hunt by land and sky alike. The Sunfire Elves have managed to dom domesticate a handful of these creatures, but raising and training them is highly dangerous and often unpredictable work. Inferno-toothed tigers have short tempers and very, very sharp teeth. Some domesticated cats have attacked and injured their riders after years of otherwise peaceful companionship. And the last bit. Uh, there is a belief among some Sunfire Elves that the Inferno-toothed tiger can sense the purity of one's heart, like the light of the sun itself. Believers say the unpredictability of the cat's temperament is not simple viciousness, instead it is the tiger's ability to sense evil thoughts, causing it to lash out. Should a rider remain pure of heart, they claim, their tiger shall not bare its teeth to them. Ah, wow. Cause, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Has a whole backstory. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Really interesting, really cool. Yeah, and, nice. and Janai then at uh, this point also gives a really nice bow salute thing with her hands. I found it really, mm -hmm. really nice. Uh, a really nice greeting. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically the end, except that Ezrin and Pyra want to go and find help, like dragony help, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And then... This is it. They're ready for war, basically. They're standing on top of the of the storm spire, and then we see the big army arriving with Riven and Kaesif and uh, Avaros in the front. I think also um, I always forget his name, Salir. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of Titans and Claudia and... And Claudia's uh, carrying the new fancy staff. Ah, okay. Which I thought yeah. was interesting. It's True. probably quite symbolic of her. Like, she's following True. and she's gonna fight with them. Yeah. But it also made me question what happened to the old staff? Because it's just gone. And if now they left it at Luxoria or something... But it's quite an important artifact. It would be interesting to see if it comes back in the future. Mm -hmm. True. And another note I have hmm. at this point was um, that somehow Salia didn't get transformed <laughs> into one of the Titans. Sus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is really, really sus. Yeah. So, anything else to say about this chapter? Um, no, 
I think that's it. Well, then it got um, even better than the last chapter. Chapter, it got rated a 9.2 on IMDb. Well, it's just getting better and better here. And the title, Dragon Guard, makes sense. It was a lot about mm-hmm. Rayla's parents and stuff. But it seems like all the people basically defending the Storm Spire are the new Dragon Guard. Yeah, true. Guarding, because guarding they, dragons. They, they, yeah, they, they are protecting Sim. Yeah. And, and uh, Zubaya. Yeah. And I had one question. Um, this spell that Viren did where he t- took the voice from Rayla's dad, mm-hmm. was it the same mm-hmm. uh, taking voice spell from like the first or second chapter? You remember when Viren took Callum's voice right in the beginning? of the first season yeah i think he also uh, had like a monkey paw or something to do it yeah the mummified paw of a singing weasel ah that was it yeah yeah it's it's the same okay it's uh steal the breath backwards Mm. but yeah really impressive chapters i think do do you have an uh theme again my overarching themes was just guarding the dragons. <laughs> okay. Just linked in with... Dragon guard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I also have no jelly tarts left because you already told them. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, it's okay. I have another couple from the first... I think from the first chapter... From chapter seven, I already used them all. But from the second one, I have... Just this quote from Soren, which was really good. This, someone who wants you to do horrible things and convinces you that they're good, that's a villain. My dad is a villain. Yeah, true. It was a yeah. really good, um, well thought out quote from Soren. It's probably one of the mm-hmm. smartest things he's ever said, I think. Um, yeah. And just uh, the last quote, wow, my little brother, all grown up and riding dragons. <laughs> true also really cool yeah yeah <laughs> okay yeah and the outros yeah do you want to start yeah so from chapter seven the first one we have uh barius the baker uh corvus and apelli they're bowing heads and they have their hands on their heart to queen anya of durin in the next one, we see um, Eros or the Bug Pal, like this really big one, uh, which which slid out of uh, ruin yeah. during the purification process. Next, we have a Sunfire Elf, um, which I think is supposed to be the grandmother. Yeah, it is. Uh, Queen it's Adit- Queen Aditi. Aditi. Uh, yeah, then we see the entrance on the mountain uh, with the writing, draw your last breath. Then we see grumpy Titan Kasif holding a plate of vegetables, <laughs> which uh, I think directly relates back to another outro where he was um, also refusing to eat his vegetables before he yeah. turned into a Titan. It's broccoli. It's only broccoli. It's just broccoli. Okay. <laughs> I didn't look that closely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we see a tiny bait sitting on the face of uh, I think it's Pyra, 
could be also Subaya. I think it's Pyra. It's not big enough to be Subaya, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, in chapter eight, we have cuddling dragons' faces, which I think is Subaya and Avazandum. So Zim's parents. Yeah. yeah, and Zim is there as an egg. Oh, I didn't see that either. Oh, I should look closer. Yeah. <laughs> well spotted. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, then we see uh, Alan, the, the guy who, uh, from this one episode where he had this big sword fighting against another one. Uh, in this, we see him with a big flower and he gives it to Lujane. I think it's significant because we had a outro, I think two chapters ago, where he was giving yeah. her a small flower. <laughs> small flower. <laughs> and now it's his even bigger flower. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one True. we get a uh, little Rayla um, on her dad's shoulders, and her mum is uh, touching her nose. It's a really nice yeah. scene. Uh, then we see a uh, little Soren hugging a plush dragon, and this is a reference to the another credit scene where he was fighting the dragon. And now the sword just uh, lays there next to him. And this symbolizes his uh, legions or his, you know, he is an ally now. Yeah, he's an ally to the to the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, the next one is Ibis and he's holding a staff in one hand and his other other arm is a wing. Yeah. Doing his really cool. fancy spell. Yeah. And the last one, we see Rayla's parents again with super cool weapons. They're like not hard, but you know, like uh, on a on a string. Yeah. Like knives on a string or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was the weapons that they were using against Viren in the yeah in the scene we saw with them. And uh, Rayla's mum has this sword that turns into like. A chain that she can like grab things with yeah. mm. and her dad has like just these kind of crazy hooks on two ends of a rope yeah super cool cool so that's it for these for these chapters here i nice. really feel like they deserved their good rating on, on imdb true and uh it's really hard to not just watch the next chapter straight away because it's all very, very exciting right now. Yeah. Soon, Kelly. Soon. Soon. <laughs> yeah, only one chapter to go and then we have to wait for season four. Yeah, and we still don't know a date. There was some Twitter, uh, uh, some tweet from... Um, uh, how, what's his name again? Can't remember. Itches. Yeah, uh, on the first of April, but it could be also April's Fools. Uh, so, still don't know. No one knows. Still no idea. Something to look yeah. forward to. Exactly. Cool. Well, if we have nothing more to say, I guess we're done. You can find us like usual on. Antennapod <laughs> or on our website newsfromthebreach.com 
we're happy to hear from you if you want to send us a message on telegram the link is on our website and uh, other than that I look forward to doing the next episode the last one for now the last one yeah. for now who knows when when we'll record again <laughs> cool then thanks for listening uh, we've been news from the breach and we'll see you next time Bye for now. See you. Bye. And we're going to talk about chapter, chapters 7 and 8 of Book Sky. No, shit. Sun. <laughs> Sun. <laughs> Always the same mistake. Doesn't matter. <laughs>